Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, hello guys. Welcome to Parenthood Friday. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate you guys coming to listening, coming and listening so much. And a little bit of good news. We just, it kind of slipped by without me realizing, but we just hit well and truly over the 200,000 download mark, which pretty dang amazing for an Australian podcast that I don't like advertise. So guys, that's kudos to all of you sharing it. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Now, today I want to talk about when do you drop the day nap? So I'm going to revisit the whole uh, kind of concept around napping today. So this was something that was requested by one of you guys, one of my listeners who has got a toddler and a baby on the way. And she's like, please, what do I do? How do I transition them? Like, how do you do the whole dropping the nap time? When do you do it? So I've not talked about naps for ages. Um, So I thought it would be good to remind us about a few principles when it comes to day naps. Okay, we're not talking night sleeping, but day napping. Now, if you want to go back for a little bit more about this, I did talk about it back in episode 130 and a little bit more extensively in episode 132. So definitely go back, but if not, you don't have to. I will give you a little bit of a recap and a reminder because it is good to revisit uh, these topics. So in episode 132 especially, I talked about why babies, toddlers, and small children need sleep, okay? They need both night and day sleeps and it's for their development. Um, There's so much happening in their little bodies so quickly that it's not a matter of, you know, um, does my child need sleep? Yes, they do. Okay. Every child needs it for the sake of their development. And we talked about three keys to good naps, which was just a quick reminder. Firstly, how you put them to sleep. Number two, where you put them to sleep. And number three, when you put them to sleep. So for a little bit more about those three things, how you put them to sleep, like I talk about being careful the sleep props that you give them, because once you start with a sleep prop, it's like, at what point do I take that sleep prop away? Um, I actually want to do a podcast on white noise. I know a lot of mums are using white noise to put their babies to sleep, so but I want to look into that a bit more myself first. Um, and then, of course, the where you put them to sleep. So I talked about not just letting them fall asleep where they are, but actually having a routine and putting them in their cots. And then when you put them to sleep, so being consistent, having a routine, trying to stick to the same kind of times each day. Okay. Now I also on that episode went through how many day sleeps, um, babies and toddlers need at different ages, because just when you think you've got it down pat guys, there's a transition time. All right. So before we get started on dropping that nap, let's just, uh, have a quick go over a few more nap principles to help you. Okay. So firstly, Less napping in the day will not result in better sleep at night. Let me say that again. Less napping in the day, trying to keep them awake 
in the day is not going to result in better sleep and a more sleepy child at night, okay? In fact, the opposite is true. The more that they have regular day naps and the better that the sleep they have in the day, the more settled their night sleep will be. Now, okay, guys, you know I don't mean to compare dogs and babies, but you know I've got a puppy right now. And I kid you not, I've actually purchased and am part of this like puppy training program. It is literally, I keep saying to people, I am doing all of the principles I'm teaching everyone here on the podcast. I'm literally being told to do exactly the same thing with my puppy. Anyway, some friends of ours got a puppy a couple of weeks ago and so cute, so adorable, right? And the husband says to me, oh, we're just trying to keep him awake more in the day so that he's going to sleep better at night. And I actually giggled and his wife kind of slapped him on the arm and went, see, Um, because... I, you know, I said to him, no, that's a fallacy. Like just because you try and keep him awake in the day, you're actually going to make it worse and he's not going to have good nighttime sleep. So with Billy, I literally put her on a schedule. Um, and I was about to give up her schedule. Actually, I, now that she's five months, I'm like, oh, I don't really need to put her in her crate at night. And, you know, I can just put her in her pen and, you know, she can just sleep wherever she is in the day. And I emailed the puppy training and I'm like, is this okay? And they were like, no way. Your puppy might be five months, but she's the equivalent to an adolescent right now. And you need to keep her in that crate at night for at least the first year of her life. And on top of that, she's meant to be having two two, two to three hour naps a day in her crate. I was like, oh my gosh, I've gotten slack. I've got to toughen up. And so I've toughened up and I've gone back to doing that. But it's just incredible. And what's the reason? Because she's growing so quickly. Anyway, guys, you know, I'm not comparing babies and um, and and puppies, right? Like human life is clearly worth, you know, I don't even want to go there, but of course you know that. But what I'm saying is it's really interesting how like training um, a, a baby, a, a puppy is so similar in, in, the, in the thoughts of like routine and getting lots of sleep time because of the growth and the development. So anyway, anyway, that's my life at the moment. But back to babies, far more important. So just remember day naps actually means better nighttime sleep. Secondly, um, remember day napping needs to be taught. Okay. This is a training process like anything else for our baby or toddler. If you leave it to them and they're in a hyperstimulated environment, they're most likely not going to go to sleep or they'll in absolute exhaustion, you know, crash in their rocker or in their, uh, high chair or whatever. But, um, we need to we need to train them. We need to put them into their beds for their actual nap times because a baby is not just necessarily a daytime sleeper. Some might be, but many are not. And all babies and toddlers, like we established, need their sleep. So establishing a routine by putting them down at a consistent time each day will help get their little bodies into a good wake sleep cycle and also into a good day and night cycle. Okay. Thirdly, you, mum and dad, decide when the nap ends, not baby. Okay. Now you can expect your babies and toddlers to sleep anything from one and a half to two hours. If they are waking 45 minutes into their nap, it does not mean they're ready to get up. A 45 minute nap is what I would call a cat nap. 
and it doesn't allow them to get into that deep rest cycle of sleep. So if you leave them, if they wake and you hear them stir after 45 minutes, leave them and they will learn to resettle and go back to sleep until they've been asleep for an hour and a half to two hours. All right. So if you go, if you put them to bed, say at 12, don't get them back up until the one and a half to two hour mark. So 1.30 or two o'clock. Now, of course, guys, we need to use our common sense, right? If they're really hot or they've soiled their nappy or they're sick, then that's a different story. Okay. So let me just say those three again. Firstly, less napping in the day does not mean better sleep at night. Secondly, day napping is a skill that needs to be taught. And thirdly, you're the one that decides when the nap ends, not baby or toddler. All right. So let's get into it a bit more. Toddlers should still be having two naps a day until between 16 to 18 months. And those naps will probably in that time period, it will start to decrease from two hours to maybe one and a half until maybe like they're waking after an hour. So, but I'm not talking about a, you know, a one-year-old waking after an hour. Okay. We're talking about a child that you think, okay, they might be transitioning from two naps to one. So the transition from two to one will happen uh, anywhere between 18 to 20 months, okay? They will transition from one longer, sorry, from two naps to one longer nap in the afternoon. Now, how do you know if they're ready? Well, they will not be falling, like you'll put them down in the morning and they just won't fall to sleep at all. That can be one sign. Another sign might be that they sleep in the morning, but when you go to put them down in the afternoon, they don't sleep at all. Okay, so if that's the case, then it's time for them to move to one sleep. Now that can be a bit tricky because sometimes, even though you want them to drop drop that morning nap, they still might be tired before their afternoon nap time. If that's the case, just bump their schedule up a little bit, okay, until they get a little bit older. So if you used to have lunch at, say, 12.30 and you would put them to sleep at like 1.30 or 2, just bump that lunch time forward and make lunch time maybe 11.30, okay, so that you can put them down for a nap at 12.30. And then once you think they're, they're ready and they've gotten a little bit older, you can put that lunch time and their sleep time back. Does that make sense? All right. So that's transitioning from two to one. What about transitioning from one nap to no nap? Okay. First of all, guys, let's go back to one of those principles. I told you that it's not your child's um, decision when they wake up. It's also not your child who decides when they give up their day naps. Okay. So it's not this whole, and I've heard this plenty of times, oh, little Joshua gave up his nap when he was two. No, he didn't. A two-year-old still needs day naps. Okay. No, what happened in that case was Joshua won the battle and you surrendered to Joshua's will. And what Joshua wants is most likely not what Joshua needs. Okay. So don't give up a day nap just because it's too much of a battle to get them to nap. Okay. Remember you're the mum, you're the dad, you're the boss. So how do you know when to drop them from one nap to none? The good news is you don't really go to absolutely none. It's a little bit of a sliding transition that takes place. When your preschooler starts to be awake for the whole duration of their afternoon nap, okay? Now, remember, I'm not talking a two-year-old. I'm talking a preschooler. So I'm talking a three-and-a-half to four-year-old. When they are awake for that whole duration, then they no longer need to nap every day. I remember when Ashton went to kindy when he was four, 
And the kinder used to make them all lay down for a sleep. They'd even pat their bottoms. And he used to tell me, mom, I lay there awake the whole time. I'm like, yeah, four's probably getting a little bit old that he's still napping. Um, and so I just told him just to lay there awake. And I think I asked the kindy teacher if he could have a book or something. So, but when you realize, okay, they're not napping at all, then they probably do not need a nap every day. Okay. But children don't just start suddenly like, boom, stop napping. It's not like, whoa, they just one day don't need afternoon naps anymore. Okay. Giving up naps, it's a weaning process. Just like when you stop feeding, breastfeeding is a weaning process. Um, it's the same with napping. So just because they don't sleep one day, don't take that as, oh, nap time's done. I'm never going to put them down to sleep again. Okay. So what you can do, like I said, it's a bit like a, a weaning off or a sliding scale. So nap time can slide into rest time and you can keep rest time going as long as you want. So tell your child that they need to lay quietly in their bed. And even though they might not nap, they can still rest. So they may have a few books, but tell them that they mustn't get off their best their bed until you say. And of course, this is the whole first time obedience, okay? So still put them down in the afternoon. But if you've realized they are just staying awake um, day after day, then start to say, okay, um, mummy still wants you to lay on your bed, but you may look at some books and don't get off your bed until I say. But teach them if you're sleepy, that's your body telling you that you need some sleep. So go ahead and sleep. Now, the important thing is, guys, do still wake them up at the normal time that nap time would be over, right? Like I remember sometimes I would put Liam to sleep. He would be, he was my less, my least sleeper. I would put him down for a rest with a book. And he'd be looking at that book for a good hour because I'd peek in on him. And then after an hour, he often would fall to sleep. I didn't then let him sleep for the next two hours, okay? Like if I'd put him to bed at one and he fell asleep at two, I would only let him sleep till three and then I would wake him up or maybe 3.30 at the most and I'd wake him up. Now, he was usually a grumpy waker-upper and that's fine. Some kids wake up full of energy. Others will wake up grumpy, give them a bit of transition time in front of the TV or whatever it is, all right? So just remember, wake them up at their normal um, normal wake time. So what, what is going to happen when you do this is your child will nap on some days uh, when their body needs it. And on other days they don't nap, but they're just going to rest. And that is still really good for them. That is a good skill to teach them to have rest time where they just lay on their bed. And I know what it's like. It gives you a little bit of time to yourself, whatever it is to go and do something or have a coffee or whatever it is. It just gives you a little bit of a brain break, a little bit of time. So this transition guys of like going from one nap to no naps, remember it's a weaning process. It can actually take anything from six months to 12 months. So don't just be like, oh, I'm taking their naps away and keep them up. Give them rest time. So it's a transition from two naps to one nap to rest time. And that gives their body the opportunity to sleep if they want to sleep. So you might find at first they still might sleep three or four times a week. Then eventually they might only sleep two times a week, maybe one time a week until eventually they don't sleep at all in the afternoon. They're just laying on their bed, which is still really good for them. All right. So that is how to drop their naps. Okay. So in other words, don't 
Don't just drop them like that, okay? The click of your fingers, make it a weaning transition process about the age three and a half to four and go from nap time to rest time. And you will find it will take six to 12 months until eventually they won't have any, uh, any even, you know, they won't nap at all. So look, to be honest, I must say this actually makes me laugh to this day, but even when my kids were older, like I'm talking six, eight, and 10, we would make them have rest time on a Sunday afternoon. Now we told them it was for their benefit, which is true. I mean, by then, you know, they're at school all week and Saturdays we had to ourselves, but Sunday for us was a busy church day. We had one or two services in the morning and we'd go back to church at night. And so um, we were like, no, and they complained. They did not like it. But honestly, Cameron and I needed the rest time. We were were exhausted. So we're like, we're done. You guys are little. You need rest time. And again, that's exactly what it was. So we would be like, you need to go sit on your bed. You can have some toys. You can have some books. But you are laying there. And there were times when they would fall asleep because they were pretty tired too. So there you go, guys. I hope that's helped you on how to... Transition those nap nap times from two to one to rest time to zero. Or as I said, you could just keep going with that rest time. So I hope that's helped. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I love you guys. And I will see you next Wednesday. Oh, it's not one to be missed. I am going to talk about do, do, do. I'm going to talk about male sperm count because I learned something last week that shocked me to the core and you're probably not going to want to miss it and I cannot believe I'm talking about it on this podcast but hey you know us you know me we're going to talk about it because it's important so anyway love you guys I will see you on Wednesday until then have a good one bye